Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. <laughs> Welcome to episode 80 of the After Lodge podcast, spreading the intemperances and excesses of digital masonry all through the inner tubes, sharing brotherly love, fraternity, Half chicanery. Trish. What? When did that get added? Uh, since the beginning. Oh, man. Chicanery, it's an island degree. It's one of those side degrees yeah. we talk about. Yeah. Uh, mm. This is After Lodge Harlan. Sugarcane. <laughs> Sugarcane. Co-host of this yeah. year... Monkey show? No, I can't use monkeys Come anymore. On. <laughs> Racist. I believe we vetoed that. Racist. I'm joined, of course, by uh, everyone's favorite Irishman from the hills of Pennsylvania. Gentle Never service. right worshipful after Lodge Jason. Uh, interrupted my own introduction. Yeah, it's okay. To be yeah. fair, he's the only Irishman in the foothills of Pennsylvania. That's so not true at all. De- kind of by default. That's not true at favorite. all. There's like three clans of us up there. We're still at war. Oh. From the 1800s. I thought those other two killed each other. We've all been shooting each other for years, but they're not all dead yet. And nobody even remembers why. It's a real I'm shame. I'm sure it was over a goat or a horse or something. Who knows, I man? I think some of them are Protestants, and then there's the Catholics. and Pine of Shine, more than likely. Probably. That last potato. Somebody's sister. You laugh, but I've got a great uncle who died like 15 years ago, got shot in his house. From this feud they had going, my family had going with another family, no joke, back where my family's all from, Mm -hmm. that goes back to 1910 when it got started. I believe that. Like every 15 years, one of them gets killed on one side. So it's like still ongoing? Still ongoing. That's why I don't go go to the old homelands. Mm. And when I do go, I lie. When somebody dies and I have to go to a funeral, I lie about what my last name is. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm a web. I'm not a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not a, my last name, I can't say on there. Uh, we have a uh, worshipless producer, Bruce, that you uh, hear over there. Howdy, y'all. Uh, producing whatever it is that he produces. You know. Smart-ass comments. And uh, we lost the chaplain somewhere along the way, but we have, much a, better uh, replacement. we have a better guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have uh, our buddy Rick over here. Yeah. Say hello, Rick. Just a, hello, and I'm just you're just moving up. I am a very qualified replacement mm-hmm. for the chaplain. I'm pretty sure so. the chaplain's hibernating, because last week on the show, oh, he yeah. did nothing but eat. Oh, you know what we figured out after the show, right? His his wife was having uh, some kind of procedure done where she couldn't eat that whole day, 
Oh, so that's Tony, why he was on yes. the show. Tony, being yeah. the good husband that he is, didn't want to sit at home and eat in front of his wife who's starving and drinking liquids all day. Mm. So he came over here in the morning when we were recording and ate everything he, in the lodge. He brought all of the food. <laughs> I left a candy bar on the table out there to eat after the show. That asshole ate my candy bar. He ate everything. He didn't even come in through the kitchen and he still ate it. He was, he was starving. I don't man. think he, he took the wrapper off. <laughs> It all makes sense now why he just showed up randomly and started eating a bunch of food. You ever seen that man eat potato chips? Yeah, it's gross. That's the most disgusting. Like I didn't know you could eat potato chips. Gross. <laughs> he takes a like a bottle of mustard, opens up the bag of potato chips, uh, and just like uh, into the bag, just in straight into the bag. Uh, then he shakes the bag. What the? Fuck? Rolls up his shirt sleeve past the elbow, uh, and then begins eating it. And there's like mustard all over so his arm. Gross. He's got hairy arms. Too. You know, yeah, it's the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, like I lost my appetite. You know how hard that is for me to lose my many, appetite. How many arm hairs he eats in the uh, course of eating those be- those chips? Like I'll watch Faces of Death while eating a pizza, <laughs> but I can't watch him eat potato chips and eat. It's the grossest thing ever. Uh, and then they catch up with the fries and the. It, like that man is a fan of condiments. Like he takes the the Big Mac box. And after all the fries are gone, he then puts the box to his face and licks the, licks ketchup, the ketchup out off. of it. I've seen that. He's got ketchup on his nose. It, it's, it's, uh, it's like a wild animal. You know, I don't think he really does that. I think he just does it to mess with us. I don't think so. because like He when can't I, do this at home. You know his wife. I do yeah, not. I, do. I think she's past. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry, are we not doing that anymore? No, it's fine. It's just, it's just good and took me by surprise. <laughs> <clears throat> Which she tried giving you some shit the other day about that. Yeah, that she happened. heard the show, fair, right? And it didn't work. It's the only ten minutes of the show she's ever listened to. Yeah, it didn't figures. work because you gave it right back. Right, right. Once she, you figured she out what know. she was talking about, exactly. You, she had to explain to you. Yeah. No, no, no. She, from the show, he's like, "Oh yeah, I did insinuate I wanted to sleep with you on the show." Uh, well, I don't. Well, she asked if if about some kind of joke, and then Bruce acted all lost. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't well, you were asking me about, about jokes. About and then they and then she explained it. I was like, "Oh, well, that's why I didn't get it." Then you invited her into the funhouse, yeah. and then Tony got serious. Yeah. It was no longer jokes, Tony. It I was actually, Tony. I'm not going to lie. The next day at the fair, I tried to get Aaron to take a picture of me giving her a hug mm. and send it to Tony, which I guess really he was the worst person to ask because he didn't want to do that. He, yeah, because he was present for that whole conversation. He got grossed out and went home. That's my mom. I'm that's going home. That's what he said. He oh, said, "That's, that's my mom. I'm leaving." Okay, I get it now. Well, that and he had a few few drinks. Speaking but. of which, I don't know if I brought this up last week or not, but on the first day of the fair, before it opened, I heard uh, I went to use the facilities. Oh, you're talking about the carnies bumping uglies yeah. in the porta can? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that just mm. business as usual, though? I mean, Probably. And they were carnies they were being fresh, carnies? They were fresh porta potties. They had just dropped them. Well, that's the only time you can so do it. So they weren't used. You can't do it. So they had to christen day of the fair. What I had a problem with was not that the fact that they were doing it. Like, I understand, like, when you live in the back of a pickup truck, you just, you know, take what you can find. Mm-hmm. What I had a problem with was the dirty talk that I could hear. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was hard for those, me to... Those carnies probably have, like, next-level dirty talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, traveling Irish stuff, too. I didn't understand some of the words phrases they said. I've never even oh, known. Yeah. yeah. You can put oh, those yeah. words together. Okay, we got to rein that in. And then the funny part is, is like I kind of hung around the area afterwards because I want to see the people who who handle their business in a in a porta john. And it's about like you would expect. There was maybe four teeth hmm. in the whole couple, mm-hmm. 
and they were back ones, not front ones. Right. Um, but but what disturbed me was one of them came out, and then the other one didn't come out for like twenty minutes. Like I don't know if it was. Well, I got to do what I came here to do. I'll see you I later. Guess. It's bidding. Take care of. Well, I guess that's what it was. I mean, well, I'm not going to say that. That's too far for me. I can't. I can't do that. Maybe they just didn't want to make it obvious what was happening. It was obvious because you could hear from 25 feet away what was happening in there. And not to mention, those things weigh, what, probably about 150 pounds? Right. And it was rocking, and you could hear the sloshing <laughs> of the blue yep. water. It was It was not It was not well hidden. Uh, well, maybe they're just dumb. I don't know. Awesome. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, we've got it on good authority that we can't talk about fair stuff anymore. So. Uh, oh, well, I agree with that. Um, so, Harlan, how was your week? It was. It was decent. Yeah, I worked. What was that like? It was like work. Spent some time with my daughter yesterday. That was a lot of That's fun. Good. We came to the breakfast. Uh, she had like everything special made for her because I don't. I don't get that kind of special attention when I come to the breakfast because nobody likes you. Yeah, you know, one of the widows made a special waffle just for the baby. and mm-hmm. you know, That's sweet. The eggs. we got to talk about the eggs. Since since you being the chairman pro tempore of our social club. I like I how you always throw in the pro temp. Well, because it's a... I was vice chair. The chairman resigned. I'm now the chairman. This is my club. I'm going to roll it with an iron tempore. fist. Would you like to be kicked out? Because I have the authority to do that. <laughs> anyway, the eggs. So, uh... We have our, our food supplier that we get eggs from. Did they not have any again yesterday? Again, they're out because there's some kind of bird flu yes. going around the chickens, yeah. right? Yeah. So we've been stuck with these egg beaters. So what, are the chickens not laying eggs or the eggs I just aren't safe? I think the eggs aren't eat. safe. I, the, I don't really know. I think the chickens are dying. Mm. Yeah, they're killing them off when they get it, and that's reduced the egg supply. That's a problem. Yeah, so we had to use these egg beaters to start official stuff. It, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Now, are those heart-healthy egg beaters? Because normally that's like egg whites. I don't know what it is. With some yellow food I just color. know they're awful. And normally we go, because we buy those in liquid containers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're like quarts. We normally go through, you know, 12 of those in a pancake breakfast. Yeah. We went through three yesterday. And there were still a whole pan of eggs left over. Nobody was eating the eggs. So it's cheaper is what you're saying. Well, cheaper in the sense of food, but if people don't come to the breakfast, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Are crappy eggs really going to keep you away? Th- these might, yes. Oh, really? Uh, they're that bad. You can't just not eat eggs? Y- you've got to do bacon. something about this. I Like what? I don't know. You're the chairman, remember? You were giving that whole talk. You're the guy in charge. I mean, Fix I'm, it. I tell you what. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to have a talk with my hens up on the mountain, and we're going we're gonna to put them in overdrive, and I'm just going to save my eggs for you guys. We'll have good country okay. eggs. What was the attendance down? No, um, more profit. You're doing a great exactly. job. Exactly. Yeah. No, we had a we had a slamming breakfast yesterday. No, I don't know if I've ever addressed this with you before, but I have a problem with the way we fix our eggs. We pour them out of a carton. No, that's not the part I'm talking about. That part's fine. There's th- there's not a chicken anywhere up the line. There's a chicken somewhere. Mm. I mean, it's like 20 steps removed. There has to be. The chicken cut off our food supply. So there's a chicken somewhere. But here's the problem I have with it. And what you ought to do is instead of having people complain about these eggs and how they're not good anymore, is just take the egg part out and pour the bacon grease into the pan where the eggs go like you all do with the regular eggs because some of us are watching our our caloric intake. So I'm going to eat the eggs. 
and I'm eating like scrambled eggs and I'm looking it up on my phone and figuring out how many calories that is and then somebody says buddy you better slow down on them eggs if you're trying to watch your calories because we just pour bacon grease right into that egg mix but previous to that you you had been like oh these are only 200 calories uh, yeah, I'll I eat mean, my I've, entire I've, day's worth of these because these are the best eggs I've ever had yeah, I mean eggs are good whenever you're you know watching your caloric intake especially and when they've been cooked in bacon grease I mean they're high protein they're pretty tasty bacon grease you got a lot of stuff for the calories you know and then you know you find out that you've really ate about 5,000 calories because of the extra bacon grease Mm -hmm. but people come here for the eggs there are some people that come here they pay five dollars and they just eat a plate full of eggs and maybe a biscuit well you know what we could do and I'll, i'll have a word with the breakfast crew what we could do and i know what some of you are thinking the fair now breakfast breakfast are very masonic the only way this could be more masonic is we talking about a fish fry let's not (laughs) (laughs) i love the sad look on his face it was just it was just like is he got something planned i don't want to he's like i hope he's not going i'm thinking about bringing it back on a quarterly basis but here's my point (laughs) harlan just he's leaning back harlan just quit masonry i've never seen anybody take a ring off and throw it why are you shredding your apron harlan don't do that i can't wait rick do i gotta give that apron back when i'm done no it's yours okay <laughs> it's the lodges we're gonna hang it up in a shadow yeah. box i know for after your death with no name it's on it. it's not yeah. gonna be hanging until after your death we'll put a name plaque and a picture on it doesn't it have your name on it no oh, i thought you had them put on nope the case does my apron case got my name on misspelled <laughs> hopefully <laughs> i never looked with a y first draft it was misspelled mm. it's always misspelled it was I, I i quit caring my parents misspelled it so i can't really blame the rest of the world <laughs> for, for spelling your name the way it's supposed to be spelled yeah you should have just legally changed it when when you turned 18 i considered that you know how much of a hassle you that couldn't is? find a good lawyer yeah <laughs> you find a good lawyer. so uh here's what i think we all do we just make eggs from scratch from now we just scramble real eggs we buy i, I suggested that and uh, Billy's widow oh, gave me a whatever look. she said. Whatever she said is what happens. And I stopped talking. Whatever she says is what happens. We don't. <laughs> yeah. No. That's how we used to make eggs, though. We also used to make the pancakes, you know, by hand. And here's the know. thing that drives me crazy about Billy's. We widow. got all industrialized. Is like we would do anything in the world for that woman. Mm-hmm. If she asked us to hide a body, we're all showing up with shovels. Yeah, we'd be like just one. Yeah, like you got anybody else you wants to kill for you? Or? Well, I mean, while we're here, might as well save some time. And we're supposed to be taking care of her. Yeah. That woman takes care of us more yeah. than we've ever even thought about being able to take care of her. That's true. She bought a new grill for the breath. <laughs> yep. Like some people were complaining. She's like, I'll take care of that. And then she just went and did it. And just showed up one day. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing you got to consider, though, is uh, our late brother took his obligations really seriously. He did. And made sure that his family was very well taken care of when he was gone. So there's not a lot we can do for her other than be there because food, money, help around the house. She doesn't need any Even of those then, things. she's here yeah. for us more. She's here like every event we have. Yeah. She's here doing something. Well, yeah. We often, like on Widow's Night, we often have to go get her from the kitchen where she's cleaning up to recognize her. I don't know. I mean, are you going to be the one to tell her to stop? Oh, hell no. I'm not saying that. (laughs) I'm just pointing out the weirdness. She's very intimidating when she wants to be. No, She's got that that maternal point and look. 
Like a mother grizzly bear. Yeah. Like, I'm cooking this breakfast. You want to tell me I can't? Nope. No, I'm way more afraid of her <laughs> than I am my own mother. So, Rick, how was your week? You don't really want to know, do you? Between the summons. Hmm. We're familiar with summonses. Summons, yes, <laughs> you are. These, this is from a auxiliary group, though, one I got now, so that I know nothing about. But it'll take up four or five hours of my time that I'll never get back. Yeah, you don't have anything to do. Yeah. I mean, now, did they send the summons to your AOL email address? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was certified letter. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's funny. My, you know, my phone died this week. I had to get an i6. They sent a receipt to my AOL account instead of my iCloud account. So. Well... <laughs> They know That's what iCloud's cool. like. They don't want anybody stealing your stuff. <laughs> Bruce? Mm. Sir? How was your week, sir? Business as usual. It was a uh, warm, damp Did you improve work. Uh, race relations at work like you did the week previous? No, that was a different show. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, fat boy smells like pork. Anyway. Um, yeah. Again. No, he didn't say. He never called me fat. I said fat. Oh. Hey. Okay, other guys. show. Wrong show. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay. um, so any I other... mean, I still see that guy. No. No. Nothing uh, happened. Just Normal work, week. home, Arby's, work, home, Arby's. Arby's. I got the money for Arby's. Arby's is expensive. It is. I remember one time you spent $30 there just to see it if you could not eat that everything. Every time you tell that story, <laughs> it it's like $4 more. Dollars more. It does. <laughs> it was $22. <laughs> Get it straight. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to hear that story. A buddy of mine knows this guy who spent 150 bucks. dollars He had parfaits. I didn't even know they had parfaits. <laughs> he was ordering stuff that wasn't on the menu. He said, make me a big Montana. They said, sir, we don't have that anymore. said, I don't care. Make it. Just make me a sandwich with 12 pounds of roast beef on it. <laughs> All right. So uh, your week is nothing to talk yeah, about as usual. Nothing. You're pretty boring sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what... That's not news to you. No, it's not. I'm just... That's how I've always been. Yeah. I enjoy being boring. I'm yeah. happy. Let me have it. Okay. I'm sorry. He can't let you work. have it. It's it's out of envy it's, that we well, harass yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I wish I could just have one week of Bruce's life. Like, that would be a vacation for me. Not this week that I had on vacation, but like a week of Bruce's life where I had to go to work. <laughs> oh, no. You, you were on vacation. You'd rather be at work. I know how that goes. Man, my kid... And I love my four-year-old kid. Like, I, I love him more than life itself. But that kid was an asshole this week. A straight asshole. At one point... You know what? This is you, karma paying you back for how lucky you had it yeah, with, with the Avery. first kid. Yeah. yeah You're no. getting all that payment in arrears with interest. Yeah, no. I, I was, well, I've, hold on. I have an important question here. Do you think maybe he's always that way and you just don't realize it because you don't see yeah. him as much? On the weeks when you work? No, 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 no. He was, he, he turned it, no, I mean, he's always, like, got a tinge of the asshole in him. Uh-huh. Like, he's. wonder where he got that from. I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe from his mother's side of the family. Probably. I don't know. Um, but this week, he just turned it up to 11. He pulled a spinal tap on me. Um. It's his vacation week, too. You get a vacation, he gets a vacation. That's true. But his vacation was. He gets was, a vacation of, of, from being less of a hellion. You get a vacation from work. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We went to a children's museum in the state of Indiana, which was a pretty good little drive for us. Yeah. All um, the way over there? Yeah. 
straight. They had a trans- <laughs> they they had a Transformers I don't exhibit, know. and uh, whenever I was kind of him hawing and said we ought to just go to the science museum here in town, and then Amy says there's a Transformers exhibit, and I said all right, let's go. Um, <laughs> Which was just very disappointing to me because they just had all the toys I played with as a kid behind glass cases. Um, anyway, Indiana roads suck. I'm not talking about the Grand oh, Lodge yeah. of Indiana. I'm talking about the state of Indiana needs to get their poop in line because I had plenty of time to get there by like 12 o'clock. I got there at 2. Mm-hmm. The place closed at 5 and it cost us 100 bucks for my group to get in there. Uh, so now like you're not playing with any of the exhibits. We're running through this thing. That's so you were paying like thirty bucks an hour to be there, yes. which is significantly more I was than paying, you make when you're working. Yeah, I was paying hooker prices to be there. <laughs> That's what was going on. Um, <laughs> look at Harley doing the math. He's like, nope, that's not enough. No, no. You need a better class hookers. Well, you know, they're just like me, cheap and easy. <laughs> yeah, Indiana hookers, it's, it's, Irish it's a different ladies, scale. Yeah. But the roads in Indiana are so screwed up. We sat in the middle of nowhere for like an hour and a half at one point we crawled through most of the rest of because like a whole lot of the road we were on the major federal highway we were on was one lane is it that same like, highway they've been uh working on for like 15 years now i don't I, dude i don't know because when we got to a part where there wasn't construction it needed construction <laughs> like it, it it had been neglected for like 30 years it was like an apocalypse had hit just that part of of indiana it was horrible and then the other kids were kind of being mean to my kid and you can't really smack another, another kid. And so then that set the tone for the rest of the day. Now my kid is super pissed that he's been mistreated at this museum. And uh, none of my group, me, Amy, or Jazz, took up for him and beat another kid. I'm surprised your kid even socialized with the other kids. He, well, it, like it's a chilly museum. There's like wife's waist behind her leg hiding from everyone? Uh, he doesn't do that anymore. He's got out of that. Okay. But, uh, you know, like there was... Like it was a children's museum. There's places for them to play with sciencey stuff. Oh, okay, right. And then like, what are kids like pushing them off the slide or what? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, right. No, it was like harsh. Like there wasn't slides and stuff. But there was a part where you like build a boat. Yeah. And like you build the boat, and then like they've got a a fake river set up with like locks and stuff, and you follow your boat down to the end where there was just some kid like at the locks that was just destroying boats, (laughs) like he was Godzilla. And this was, like, at the end of the day, now my kid's just ball-fest. Just, ah, my boat's tore up. I'm like, all right, buddy, they're closing anyway. Let's go. Come on, let's go. We're going to get you something to eat here in a little bit and everything. So as we're driving back, there's an outlet mall on the way. Okay. So we stop at the outlet mall. <clears throat> and uh, he, of course, fell asleep because he's four and in a car. Right. And uh, He had a tough day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long day. So we're walking around the outlet mall, and he's he's angry about us waking him up. Why did you wake me up? You shouldn't have woke me up. What are we even doing here? This is a bad day for him. I so don't want to be here. Let's leave. Yeah. And he throws a little fit, so I wind up carrying him. So now I'm carrying him through this outdoor outlet mall, looking at clothes with my wife and her friend and my friend. So you know that's not somewhere I want to be either. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, I'm sympathizing with him. Like, I don't want to be here either, dude. Let's just sit on this bench while they look in this clothes shop. And then we go into a store that has some toys. And I say, I tell you what, because this kid's four. Right. I, my back's hurting at this point. I'm like, I tell you what. You're I'll, still carrying him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because every time okay. I sit him down, like, he no longer moves <laughs> and throws a fit. Okay. And, like, my sympathy's starting to kind of run out. Yeah. And so we go into a place that has toys, and I tell you what, I'll buy you that toy if you'll walk the rest of the time we're here. How long are we going to be here? <laughs> now it's a negotiation. 
I'm like, I have no idea, dude. I approve. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but if I'll buy you that if you stop complaining and just walk. Before you even go on with this story, I want to say you're lucky Harlan wasn't there to advise your kid. No, Harlan would have done like, it. Start with three yeah. toys. It didn't sound yeah. like you needed my advice. Your kid knows what to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're in there. Pulled a few fast We're going to shake day. on it. And, and, like, he's got, like, this big box of, like, this sand stuff that's, like, Play-Doh kind of stuff. It's, like, this new stuff. And he's okay. seen commercials yeah, for yeah. it. He wants it. I know what you're like, talking about. Like, he wants about. it. Yeah. And we're in line to check out. I'm going to buy him this, and he's going to walk. He you're going to buy him the toy before he walks. No, he's walking now. It's in his hand. It's in his other hand. He's got my hand. We're in line. All right. And he sits there, and we wait, I don't know, a couple minutes. Okay. And then he says, hang on. And he turns around, sits it back down, and says, let's go. And then does, like, the arm hold up, like, pick me up thing. <laughs> totally changed his mind. So I carry him around the rest of the outlet mall, because I'm like, well, he got me here. I tried making a deal. I gambled, and I lost. Now I can't be the, the dad who's like, no, 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 you're walking. See, that's why you should have been... I know. Do all the walking, you'll get the toy at the end. Come on, dude. Yeah, he, well, he did the math rookie, on it. He's like, mistake. I still think he would have quit because he's like, screw today, I'm done. So then we go to the McDonald's to get him a Happy Meal because we're going to go to a Hardee's because I haven't seen a Hardee's in years. Those still exist? Apparently. And from what I remember, they were delicious. Well, yeah. It's because every burger, they, they didn't have any burgers that were like less than a pound of meat and a half a pound of cheese. Just and eight heart, strips heart of attack on a bun, dude. Right. Like they had one while we were there Plus that manners. had potato chips and a hot dog on it. It on was the, the all, burger? On the burger was a hot dog cut yes. in half and potato chips. Yeah. Well, sounds like them. Burger. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, Rick knows about <laughs> it. It sounds good. Yeah, it looks great. So we run through the drive through at McDonald's and then we're going over to parties and we're all going to eat while he eats his Happy Meal. Because, mm-hmm. you know, what kid doesn't like a Happy Meal? Right. Well, apparently my kid this day, because the first thing he does is open up the Happy Meal box, and it's a toy he's already got from like two days ago uh, when we took it to McDonald's. That's a disaster. He throws it. It's a duplicate. <laughs> like, you're he four. actually say that? He said duplicate. That's awesome. I said, you're four. Stop using words you don't understand. He says, it means I've already got one. And I'm like, fair <laughs> enough. So it rained all week. And there's this huge puddle in Hardy's parking lot. And he's wearing brand new shoes. And I tell him, I said, don't jump in that puddle. Because I saw it in his eyes. Mm. As we're walking the door, I'm going to jump in this puddle. At least he's walking. Yeah. <laughs> now he is, yeah. <laughs> and we approach the puddle. And I'm like, dude, I'm not kidding. Walk around the puddle. Don't jump in the puddle. Then both feet right in the puddle. Yep. And so I grab him to the side. And I'm like, why did you do that? I sat here and told you twice. Don't do that. And he's like, because I wanted to. And you can't hold me here. I'm stronger than you. Hell yes. And then swings on me. <laughs> I am glad you finally got the son you deserve. That's not supposed to happen for like twelve more years. <laughs> swings on me with a fist. Imagine how bad it's going to be when no, he's actually the age like where he does that. When you swing at dad, for and the you're going to be like time. feeble by then. When so. Oh, when he's twelve, he's whooping my ass. Like I have no doubt. Jason's going to be living in his own basement. So like I'm like, all right, that's it. We're going to the car to have a private meeting. So I take him back to the car with the intention of giving him a little swat on the butt. Because mm-hmm. you know now he's like threatening my authority. Right. He thinks he can take me. You can't let he's already stand. said he's stronger than me. We get in there. He lawyers me out of the whooping. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened. So Harlan was advising him. Did you Apparently, have some kind of like earpiece? He had a Bluetooth in or something oh, because we get to the car and he's like, I'm sorry. And he goes through this whole thing. It like talks me out of giving him a whooping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I need you to go in here and I need you to mind us. And no more like trying to argue with people. As okay. soon as we sit down, he starts again. And I was like, dude, this place has a bathroom. And he's like, you're not going to whoop me in a bathroom. I'm going to call the police on you. <laughs> he threatened to call the police on you. He's four. 
I don't know if I believe this story anymore, I, Jason. I hand to God, Amy was there. So was Jazz. You can ask either he one of them. He said the words. I'm going to call the police. He said police. He didn't say police. He said police. Brilliant. And, I, and I'm like, well, what are you going to tell him? That you hit me? And I'm like, checkmate. Mm. That's when you got to use the parent tricker and be like, no, I'm going to call the police and they're going to put you in jail for being a bad kid. Well, no. Or Dude, my grandma's favorite. Go ahead and call them. I'll have some for them when they get here too. <laughs> like I just, I just gave up because I've been bested and tricked by a four-year-old. Like I'm now doubting myself as a human being. And so Jazz is sitting there. You know, Jazz. Jazz mm-hmm. is like the nicest person on the planet. She'll mm-hmm. do whatever. And so she tries to have a talk. You don't need to say that. You know, your dad's hitting you because they'll take that very serious and they'll move you with another family. No, I'll stay with mom. They'll just take him to jail. Oh, I'm like, can't even Jazz can't even reason, reason oh. with him. Like. I, the, the, the smartest one in your house is a four-year-old, Jason. Well, that's kind of insulting to Amy. And Avery. Well, could, could she talk him out of it? She gave is up by this point. Really? She checked out. She was absentee mothering at this is point. Is really that <laughs> insulting? You've got a, a child genius on your hand. I mean, an evil genius. Oh, evil. A child the genius. Point that, yeah. I'm just waiting oh, yeah, to be no, a He's going to be a supervillain. Oh, like, yeah. no doubt. Well, you know, my dad asked me last summer, he's like, you, you, we were talking about masonry, and he said, do you think that one's going to join when he gets old enough? Oh, and I man. said, nah, he'll already have a felony. I don't think he'll then. be eligible by the time he gets old enough. <laughs> but, uh, then the next day we went to an amusement park, and, uh, that kid is fearless. Hmm? He threw well, a fit that he couldn't get on roller coasters, that he was like an inch still too short for, and he's riding rides that go upside down and stuff and laughing. And I'm like, if I was four, I'd be terrified. But no. He, he goes in the wave pool. We go to the water park, which was an experience for me. I've never been to a water park. Yeah. And I had to walk around with no shirt on or no shoes on. I mean, I felt kind of at home, but there were too many people. Right. Um, this kid. Too many. Never mind. Like, I put a life jacket on him. He's like, let's go get in the pool to where it's like up to, you know, your waist or so. Mm-hmm. He takes the life jacket off and just starts running for the end of the pool. I'm like, dude, you remember you can't swim. Where are you going? I can't swim either is the problem. Did he jump in any way? Oh, he just kept going. It was like one of those slope deals. He kept uh, going. It was like over like his chin, and then the wave started because the waves weren't on when he went in the pool. Right. And then the waves started, and then they're over his head, and then I'm like holding him above the water as the waves are knocking me down <laughs> while the two people, Jazz and Amy, who can swim, are basically standing off to the side laughing. Nice. So, yeah, that was my week. So you had a good week. Okay. No, no, it's horrible. So you're ready to go back to work. Yes, please. Tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Is that everybody? Harlan, did we talk about your week? We did. Uh, I'm kind of like say. you. Uh, okay. I do the same thing every week. I, it's I just there are more things. But well, I, I same have, idea. I have my daughter. There's less tuna yeah. in his week. Or yeah. Arby's. Well, I mean, there's less food in general because my kid eats Calling me fat, my huh? food. No, I'm t- I sit down. Anytime someone's got food in my house, like this kid comes running. It used to be the dog. Now it's the baby. She just comes running and she'll look at you like, what do you got? You got something for me? I didn't know you ate that much Cheerios. And you the give her some. cut into your... And then she just wants more. And then by the time you're finished, you realize that this one-year-old just ate more than half of whatever it was you were eating. And then she'll go to mom and do the same thing. I don't know where she puts it all, but she eats a lot of food. So why don't you just fix, like, 
enough for the baby to have two. Because no, because then she'll eat hers. She'll scarf down whatever you. No, fix you for keep her. the baby's portion on your plate. Oh, you well, just get more than what you that's, would that's, eat. That's, that's where the logical thing to do. That's where we've been now. I mean, that's that's what I did at breakfast yesterday. It's like you've never been a parent before. <laughs> I, I have not. Everything on your plate tastes better than anything you're going to put on theirs. Yeah. No, I get that. I mean, I knew that was coming. What I'm talking about is the quantity of food that this one-year-old baby puts away is astounding. She eats more than me. It's a growing kid. She's something. She, she, she has to, like, you know, double in size. And yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of food. She's like the chaplain. You know, you hibernate. Except she's growing <laughs> instead of sleeping. <laughs> So, Should we uh, do anything on this whiteboard today? You think? Uh, there's a lot of Mason stuff up there. There is. We kind of burn out on Mason stuff. Yeah, we kind of burn out. We talk about it every week. I know. <laughs> like, is there really that much like to talk like about in an institution that's been around for thousands of years? Surprisingly, yes. <laughs> it's the same stuff. We just put different. It's not paint true. On it. uh, down talking our not, show. I'm already. pretty sure dudes in the 1800s were whining about the same stuff. They just, were just different names can go look there was that what episode i don't remember now somebody did an excerpt from uh, the proceedings of a grand lodge in like 1902 or somewhere yeah and it was the grand master's address that they recorded in the book you know we used to get the books with the mm-hmm. proceedings and the grand master's address was how do we deal with declining <laughs> membership and declining dues and declining interest how do we get lodge attendance up in sunshades. 1902 sunshades yeah. that's how they did it buggy shades same stuff <laughs> Canopies for the wagons. I don't know. Rick will appreciate this. You know. Something decorative to put I'm on I'm sure that more the same stuff post. that we talk about was being talked about when he joined the fraternity. Yes. yes. Uh, how many years ago? We don't even talk about that. But <laughs> when your grandfather was, was joining, it was the same deal. But yeah, Grandmaster of our jurisdiction in 1851 quoted the same thing about, about the quality of membership. Uh, your microphone is... I hear him. Oh, I hear me too. I hear yeah, him. It's, it's shorting out. Is it? Okay. <coughs> yeah. Here, I'm going to put as that As long as it doesn't electrocute You want to take a break and uh, switch cables? It's all this no. high-quality equipment we have around here. I think it's good for now. The state-of-the-art equipment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you were saying 1850... Yeah, uh, yeah 1851, you know, the, the Grand Master at that time, in the proceedings, he quoted the lack of quality. And, said, and he specifically mentioned that we don't need numbers which is something we've been talking about for years. So many people hmm. want numbers numbers to keep these magnificent buildings like this one up in good repair but so that we don't have to raise our dues. Did he just call our building magnificent? He did. That's what we're trying to teach. You it's, don't need numbers. You basically need about ten guys and a large county fair. This is a temple of morality, <laughs> equality, fraternity. Of course Chicanery. Chicanery. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I would, According to the past master, it's an Eastern star hall that we use. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah he gave us yeah. some hell about yeah. that. A lot of people are, that have been the problem here is he's not him. exactly wrong. No, there's a lot of there's a lot more <laughs> Eastern star stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I never know. really looked around until Chris pointed it out, and right. now it's everywhere I look. Well, yeah, it's one of those things you don't everywhere. notice because it's our lodge. We're just here. I'd rather have forty active dudes that show up to meetings with a percentage of them working events as opposed to having 500 members on the book who we don't ever see. Yeah. 
like I said, you need uh, ten guys in a county fair, and you too can have a the, the magnificent lodge. Is, you can have as swell of a time as we do. That's dangerous, man. Yeah. That is not. I think that, constitutional yeah. minimum is fifteen. I think, but okay. I, I get your point. Well, you need fifteen guys and ten of them to work a county fair, <laughs> and uh, it'll it'll forge you together in the fire, so that you'll be closer as brothers and you'll hate each other as only brothers can or you can go to prison together that's also an option <laughs> well that that doesn't help with the magnificent it's temple probably thing less stressful than the fairs apparently I'd yeah, there's a lot less sodomy in prison too it's <laughs> <laughs> but there's still sodomy though right well yeah but there okay. there All it's right. like okay. you know once every day or so when you do that fair i mean it's just just making sure there's some yeah i don't want to miss out it starts in the porta potties right <laughs> exactly it spreads from there uh so uh when we say like-minded men mm-hmm. a gentleman on reddit had discussed that uh he doesn't really see that he sees a lot of division and a lot of people that don't agree on a lot of stuff well, if we stopped admitting Democrats, we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> Jason's doing math right now. I mean, get rid of Tony. I'm trying to figure out who else we'd lose. Uh, in our lodge, about ninety percent of the membership. Well, Tony, Tony switches like every six months. It's according to whichever our, one's our lodge get more straight ticket votes. Right, Most right. of the guys in our books are retired union guys. You would lose all of them. But the re- Republican That's union guys, it, it confuses no, me. A lot no, of them are. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of I hear a lot of Obama's the devil. Well, yeah, but there's still Democrats saying that. It's just oh, it's not because he's Democrats because he's black. Yes. Okay. Anyway, like he's talking about, like there's just a lot of differences everywhere he looks, mm-hmm. and I think he's kind of missing the point that yeah, there's differences, but the whole thing about us being decent people for the same purpose who disagree on the path to get to that same purpose. I think that's what we're talking about when we're talking about like-minded mm-hmm. men. Guys who want to improve themselves for the betterment of themselves, their family, and others. Yeah. I've never actually heard this phrase used in the ways that, I have. that this gentleman saying that he hears it used. When I was going through the process of becoming a Mason, since I've been a Mason, like-minded men and just... That's not a phrase that really came up. I've heard it a few times. I think it's more popular in other jurisdictions. Oh. Yeah. Because ours... Uh, that's not something that we use here, is it, Rick? Like-minded men? I hear it used occasionally. And it, and to me, that it applies, like Jason was saying, we're headed toward the same goal. We may disagree about how to get there, but our our stated objective is to improve ourselves, our families, our communities. We want to argue about... The, the means of getting there, but I think the goal remains the same. That's one of the reasons, like, whenever I get into it with a dude here at Lodge, like, hot and heavy, where we super disagree, ten minutes later we'll talk about a TV show we both like or something, and it doesn't matter, because that dude is, although he's disagreeing with me, he's not my enemy. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's no animosity there. Yeah, it's just, uh, you're wrong here, and that's just wrong, but whatever. Well, that, I mean, that's the way it has to be. You're never going to have a lodge where all the guys agree. That's not... Wow, what, what fun would what, that be? What, exactly. What What even is that? That's, I like arguing. That's boring. Yeah. It would it'd be like going to one of those little churches somewhere and 
Right. If there's like five guys because that's the maximum of people that are going to agree on all of the main points. <laughs> and uh, the yeah. six guy joins and comes up with a new idea, and then half the church leaves. Yep. Seen it happen. <laughs> right here in this little town. So, uh, pardon? We've done this before, but I think it was in our shows that have disappeared from the feed. How has Freemasonry changed you as a person? We have done this before, and it's not in shows that have disappeared from the feed, but I'll answer the question. Uh, Well, maybe you have new insight. I don't. um, I don't really know where to go with this. Uh, I don't... It it has changed me as a person. This is a deep question. (laughs) Why do I get to go first? Okay. (laughs) Bruce, how has Freemasonry changed you as a person? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say what Harlan won't and just Mm -hmm. say not that much. Um, I, I would say, you know, out in the f- in the. You were perfect before I get it. No. No, but I mean, I've only been here two years. You know, I'm. I'm it's it's baby steps, Jason. Hmm. Uh, One stone at a time. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was no immediate change. <laughs> this this one we definitely did cover. <laughs> no, that's why. I did uh, it. No, I mean it's you're you're of course. Uh, way more observant of other Masons out in the world. There's definitely that. Like, there's a guy who lives on my milk route who is a Mason, and mm-hmm. I help him out. You give him extra milk? In little ways all the time. Well, no. If I could get away with that, I would. But yeah, I moved a piano for a brother on my route. I've taken his trash cans back a couple times. Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, brother on my route had bought a piano and him and his wife were trying to get it in the house yeah and i saw it and i was like is there any way he didn't see me see him trying to move that piano (laughs) (laughs) then i realized no he had definitely seen me right so then i parked the truck and went up there and Mm. moved a damn piano (laughs) (laughs) so you were gonna get away with it if you could nice pianos are heavy (laughs) right so is that it that we got on that one um yeah okay rick how about you well, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, yeah, I belong to this fraternity longer than y'all have been alive. Mm-hmm. It's frightening. Um, yeah, I, I joined at 21. Today I turned 21 at Petition Lodge, and it has profoundly changed me. My temperament, uh, interactions with people, and it's afforded me great possibilities, you know, great opportunities. I've traveled all over this country, all over the world for masonry, and uh, those are just things that just would not have happened. And we talk about quite often in my lodge some of the best friends, in fact, my best friend in the world, I would have never met if it had not been because he's a few years younger and he lives in a different parish than, than we live in. And I can't say parish. Can I? He said parish. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll edit it out. We'll see how many states have parishes. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's just one. Uh, but anyway, I would have never met him. You know, we would never have. I never would have gotten to know his family. You know, his dad's a hoot, and he loves my mother uh, like he does his own. And so, yeah, it has changed me profoundly. Hmm? Okay. Is it, I'm or you now. want me to go? No, I'm, I'm, go. I'm good now. Okay. Okay. No, I just I was shot? trying to find the right words oh. to to frame what I was trying to say without being made into an accidental. This is kind of like when you go to a restaurant with a group. He was trying to think of something to say yeah. so he didn't have to say what I said. Yeah, basically. pretty much. But, yeah. Well, but I've been here a lot longer than you, and that answer is not and acceptable. You should have a little better of an answer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I also joined. Well, as you remember, I called you uh, like a month before I turned twenty-one. Annoying little punk. And you were like, "Who who is this guy, and why is he calling me?" Mm-hmm. 
I petitioned when I was 21. So a lot of it, trying to figure out how Freemasonry has changed you gets intermixed with how has becoming an adult changed you because they happened at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things I, I would say is it's it's helped a lot with my uh, the, the idea of meeting on the level, having more reasonable expectations of people and giving them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, growing up, I had this tendency to expect way too much out of my fellow man because I don't know. I had this unrealistic goal for humanity. You still do. Uh, not you as have much. Unrealistic goals for me, and you know me. You not, know not, I'm not, not capable of what you expect out of me. But what it, what it, the big thing is is being able because I, I'm so close to my brothers and I know them. It's being able to give someone the benefit of the doubt. When something happens, not immediately jumping to the assumption of, of malice or what have you. Just, you know, we're people. We're all people. doesn't matter what you do for a living or where you live, what religion or political persuasion you hold. Most people just, they're, they're not out to be mean or, or messing something up on purpose. We're just... Some are, though. Trying to chip away the rough corners of the stone. Hmm. And uh, perceptions like that. And then the idea that uh, men of such varying opinions can come together as brothers was... uh, That was an idea I never really conceived before I came here. Because I grew up in a world where that didn't exist. You you belong to one subgroup. Yeah. And that was your subgroup. And the rest of society be damned. So uh, those would be the two big things. Just a lot of eye-opening. Something I think a lot of people don't realize is i mean like you don't know it but i'm college educated i don't act like it um no you do you're american college educated okay i think that was an insult somehow i'm not real sure how so i'm just gonna roll with it double whammy it was an insult on you and our entire educational (laughs) system but i don't you know i don't work in professions that require you to be college educated never have while i was in college i worked as an electrician and then i i got a milk route um the fact that you come to Lodge and set with people who normally you wouldn't have contact with, I think changes who you are as a person. The fact that on any given night here, I'm going to sit in Lodge with a lawyer, uh, maybe a doctor, a guy who has started a, a you know a multi-million dollar company, uh, a World War II veteran. There's a lot of experiences of people that you're never going to live that you can have the benefit of getting a little insight from i guess living vicariously yeah but i'm not even talking about just like it's cool to hear the stories but you're going to learn stuff from these people just by being in proximity with them that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to learn otherwise that you can then apply to your life mm-hmm. that's just like one that's underlooked because we handled this before but that's something i think is very important the fact that you have people from any profession you can imagine setting i mean like tony one night talked to me uh, about stuff that should be boring as all get out, but it was interesting because I didn't have any idea how that whole system mm-hmm. worked. No, that's a thing. I mean, I remember Billy single-handedly changing my view of all of Catholicism just by being here. Something that would have never happened otherwise. True. Um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Then you've also got... Um, I don't know, maybe this sounds horrible, but there are times when I'm getting ready to do something I shouldn't do, and the reason I don't, because I got a ring on my finger saying, hmm, not cool. Yeah. And then that's why I don't wind up doing something that otherwise I probably would have. 
Well, but there's a flip side to that, too, because then you end up doing things that you otherwise would not have done. All the time. I give homeless people money like crazy, what? and I'm like, he's just going to use it on alcohol and drugs. You you park cars in this here Podunk County. You would never have done that. That's not enriched my life at all. <laughs> just so you know. It has enriched the rest of our lives, though. Yes. You guys, yes. So... Oh, <laughs> Not apparently the huge sponsor I got into it with. No, His I'll life to, is lesser for it. He'll be back. I'll have to come back on, on this one in a future. I've never really thought about Freemasonry changing my life because it's, it's been my adult life. Despite like, that. They've, they've happened at the same time. So. You still came up with a pretty impressive answer in two minutes, i got to say. Well, I mean, that's... He's a lawyer. That's, <laughs> that's his what job. he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I've never actually put that together that I don't... I can't quantify how it's changed my life because it's here's also it's one been thing. my life since I've been old enough to have one. Like it's here's also it, one thing. It gives me confidence that I probably wouldn't have otherwise in certain situations, and it tempers mine. Which because I know hmm. I know more than likely, like in this said group of people, that I could find a brother hmm. who I can trust to bail me out if I needed him to. Um just public speaking alone like i hated public speaking then after doing you know the chairs here and stuff it's not that big a deal anymore i'm just trying to think of like obscure things that yeah. aren't like the big things we're doing but like little ways no, it's and it's been uh good for me in the other direction so like, how like has it tempered your ego oh you have no idea <laughs> how well did you know me before i joined <laughs> i mean i knew you uh you're the only guy i ever lectured who actively made fun of me as much as possible while I was lecturing. Well, yeah. Hmm. You know, That's I, all you for what you were. I think a better question is, how has your life changed Freemasonry? Hmm. That is a much deeper question. Yeah. How has our lodge mm. changed Freemasonry would be a good one, too. Uh, okay. Um, ideally, it shouldn't, should it? I mean, no. I don't. Well, I mean, I don't think, just to hear locally see. in this area... Think about what the average age of the occupants of our officers' <coughs> chairs is. Oh, yeah. No, we, we skew young in this region compared to nationally. We, we did the big fair where we raised a lot of money to do some really cool things. That's mostly off the sale of alcohol. That's community. That's not changing but, Freemasonry. But mostly off the sale of alcohol. I don't. Uh, yeah, that's not a thing because like I, yeah. I've heard stories about turkey shoots where they gave away a gallon of wild turkey for the winter, yeah, and I'm that was like in the seventies. Like in our own small way, we're we're uh, Freemasonry is a is a very large vessel in the ocean of the universe, and it takes a long time for that thing to turn. But it, it turns. I don't a think a little bit of the time. I don't know that we're turning it. I think we're on a river. And all of this stuff is rocks we've passed before. Yeah. It's all stuff that's been done before. I don't think I don't think we're really in doing anything new. It's not observable, but we're benefiting from being on the boat. But I, I don't think that it's we're one of our teachings. I mean, we're we're squaring our own rock to lay up on the temple that's been built before us. So I mean, you're, we're we're adding our piece to it. I mean, I think our biggest job, but really, when you get down to it, other than you know becoming bettering ourselves, I think our biggest job is passing this on to the next guy. Making sure it survives for the next dude. Well, and adding, you, you got to add that stone to the building. Everyone's put one on there before you. You've got to lay yours. Do you think by your very actions, though, that you have improved the reputation and perception of Freemasonry? No. Uh, are we talking about before last week or after last week? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think I think the the main way I can say that is like with this show. I think younger guys who are in a lodge that's full of retired guys see that they're not alone. Although they've got to go to the internet to find out they're not alone. But the, they were there anyway. Yeah, but they find out that there's other guys who talk the way they do that that have the same thoughts that they do for the most part that they're not an anomaly in the fraternity being 20 something 30 something years old mm-hmm. whereas i mean when i joined this lodge i was an anomaly i was 23 years old the only dude that was here that within 40 years probably and, and i think that I mean, that's the biggest impact as far as that goes, I think. Well, I've said before, I blame that whole situation on Rick's generation. The baby boomers well, screwed up well, I mean, You guys didn't join. Like, you're, you're one. You joined. Uh, Where, where's your peers? Where did they go? It, Why aren't they here? Exactly. I was the youngest one in my lodge when I joined. Um, uh, I was the youngest master we'd ever had. Mm-hmm. But now I'm one of the old guys. I don't know where the... Where yeah, I don't know young- how that happens either because I was the young guy. And then I was like the youngest master, and then all of a sudden they call me old and stuff, and I'm not even 40? You're almost to the old man table. I'm just Oops. saying, our table only has so many seats, and, and they're being a couple filled more by young these, ones come in. Yeah, 20 year olds that are coming in 48 here. 48 guys that are coming in. Oh, yeah, the guys our master's getting, because right. he's bringing every Grand Lodge landscaper. No, that guy's changing over Freemasonry. <laughs> that guy's changing Freemasonry just by sheer membership volume. I mean, do you. You've, you've been secretary of this year lodge for a long time mm-hmm. before I, I, I took this chair. I mean, Did you I ever st- have a point in your life where you're trying to handle eight separate membership Never. things no. at the same Never. time, all of them requiring waivers no. or transfers or something? No. I would whine when I got one. Oh, my gosh. This is this has been crazy. And, and, our, and our master doesn't even realize. He's like, uh, Harlan, I got another one for you. And then doesn't understand why the tear forms in my <laughs> eye. He's like, aren't you happy? <laughs> I thought it was a prerequisite, though, to, to work at the Grand Lodge grounds that you had to be a mason. Well, this is what we've, we've come up on no. is uh, a lot of these guys, because we thought that the master was recruiting, because that, that could be the only explanation for this. For why he has, like, four petitions the, every week. The story that we got back was a lot of these guys worked – at, at the Grand Lodge Philanthropy. Um, we'll just call it that. I don't know how specific that is. Is there one of these in every state? Pretty much. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm wrong. So, mind. anyway, they worked at this place. About 35 of them, I thought. Now, this is... 35 of them, only Harlan. That oh. narrows it way too well, down. Never mind. How many states is there? 80, 90? Yeah. We so. need to get an update on the map from the listeners of, of which 50, state we might be 57, in. 57, then. Yeah, I think it's 57. Islamic right. states. If you yeah. don't count Puerto Rico. It's 57. 58 if you want to count Puerto Rico. So this is probably the one place you can work in this entire state where being a member of this fraternity actually does give you career opportunities. It's got to be one of the only places where being a Mason would actually matter in some way. And I think a lot of the guys that were there that are Masons know that, and they didn't want all the other guys having their competitive edge for promotions, etc., so they had put up this persona. Somehow this persona was created, whether it was intentionally or otherwise. All these guys thought to be a Freemason, you, you had, had to drink, have millions of dollars and you had to give up your pinky up. Yeah, you had to give up all your time and so on. And, and these guys are landscapers. Then the know? guys they showing up to the Grand Lodge building are showing up in suits and ties. Yeah. So then, then uh, worshipful landscaper Josh takes his new job and he shows up with his Mexican persona and Prison his neck tattoos, tattoos and yeah. his... And he's wearing that ring, and all these guys look at him like, wait a minute. 
this guy's a mason a truck held together with duct tape and prayer yeah. so now they all realize they can join and and so they're they're doing it yeah you know the the ceo joined lodge after he was the ceo mm-hmm. the cfo joined lodge after he was cfo uh there's I'm not comfortable that anybody at this philanthropy with a C in their title sh- was not a Mason before they took the job. That, most, well, but they can't do that because it's, it's, it's like a non-profit. That'd be discrimination. Yeah, and I, I get that. But when you're talking the C-suite employees, they should have all been Masons ahead of time. I agree. That's that, racketeering. You're talking, you're talking Rico now. Well, yeah, it's our philanthropy. Of course it is. And the women join Eastern Star right and left. Yeah. Lock on them. Well, they're all going to be we here. Need it done. Uh, so we're going to be doing degree work pretty much the rest of the year. Is, yeah. is how this is shaping out. <clears throat> I'm thinking about changing the lodge uh, name to Grand Lodge South. Yeah, we're the South Wing of of the Grand Lodge because mm-hmm. it's. I'm not looking forward to. But that. I mean, these waivers are coming from other states and other jurisdictions. And then we had a guy wanting to join from that lodge down by the river, who's an EA and doing a transfer by affiliation. Gotta call him for an entered apprentice is. A nightmare to begin with well they didn't have the paperwork either yeah well so they we didn't, didn't have know. any record of him being made a mason we had to straighten all that out and my brother's coming up and then there's some other transfer coming in i've got eight of these things nine counting the one that was on my desk this morning <laughs> this is nuts <laughs> dude our lodge is growing what do you want we had That's a, dry a 10% spell. growth in I a month. It, but we had a dry spell for like a year we didn't have a whole lot of dudes coming in here for like a year we didn't for whatever True. reason we, no. we do this a lot. We'll go yeah. for like a year or two without bringing anybody in, and then they come in spurts. Yeah. That's how we started organizing literal entered apprentice classes, because they, they, they come in as a class. There's, there's like a mm-hmm. whole group of them. But usually it's three or four. This is the first time it's been I'll eight. be starting that class again. I'll have to dust out uh. my slides. Dust out. Dust out, yeah. Dust I, out. I was going to let it go, but, you know. And Josh had to go find an actual Mexican like an immigrant because he thinks we're going to stop calling him yeah, the yeah. Mexican no, we're gonna, I'm we're still gonna, calling him the Mexican and that yeah. guy will be Jose or it's George whatever his name is funny yeah. now yep because yep. I can see him right now when I call him the Mexican I'm not a Mexican that's a Mexican and I'll be like no that's Jose yeah. you're the Mexican <laughs> alright so uh, what does that say titles <laughs> I know what it looks like I thought the uh, same thing yeah. for a minute I, yeah <laughs> I was getting to work on your titles. writing, buddy. It's like clearly titled. See the one eye with the yeah, dot yeah, over Yeah, I see it. But when you that, that's else. not where the problem is. We, it's that T and the Y together like they are. That, 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 that would be an L, Jason, uh, yeah. not a Y. Yeah. That's what I meant was the L. Titles. Can we talk about the other thing I thought that looked like? Because that's way more fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we did that when the past master was in town. Only if you can relate <laughs> it to Freemasonry. Uh, I and I, I, I spent three days editing that show, so let's without not do using that again. the Eastern Star, I won't. <laughs> no, let's let's talk about titles. No, transgender. Talk about titles to land. Did, does your wife belong to Eastern Star? Uh, she did. Yeah. She was removed. Yeah. She was. Well, when we joined, I told my wife she had to throw her left breast over her right shoulder. She said, "I'll quit now." <laughs> <laughs> no, my sister and my wife both belonged, and then they were both kind of asked to leave in a roundabout way they were not holy enough plus they were skewing the age way too young oh, yeah. way too young and had the audacity to get in chairs and know their parts without having to study for like five days leading up to the degree like just one of them being in changed the average age by like oh, yeah. 20 years oh yeah they didn't like it 
Um, Something about them little blue-haired ladies coming up though and rubbing their bosoms up against you. We're so <laughs> glad you're here. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it, it anyway, was, it was, that was a hard year for me when I attended with them. It it's titles, so it titles. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you, Rex. But now, if you're transgender and you had top surgery but not bottom surgery, Jason, where does that put you? That word is titles. Yeah, but I'm pulling it back into the other word we were going to talk about. You said no, I couldn't relate no, it to Freemasonry. No, no, I just no. did. We, we did way too much. Boom. Of that in I wish I could drop show. my Mac. My Mac. Your Mac. I wish I could drop my There's, Mac. <laughs> There's no Mac left. Harlan's here. Mac. Uh, we are a Microsoft shop now. Uh, including the Windows 10 Tech Insider preview that, and my uh, Windows that I'm phone. running and my yeah. Windows Phone, yeah. yeah, and 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 your Zoom and my Zoom. So uh, lots of titles. So uh, the dude asked on Reddit, it's like, hey, I thought we were all you know equals. Why is there so many titles that we have to recognize? Why are they more special than us? And yes, he said more special. I don't think so, but because he did now. Freemasonry is an out. Eh tongue twister egalitarian society does that mean ego? somebody's car alarm is going off is it one of ours that, it might no. be mine and it's premised on the idea that we are all equal it stopped it doesn't matter are, are you done playing with your car how are, 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 i don't want my car alarm going off it's fine they'll call the, the cops, cops will take care of it. so we're all equal here in the respect that it doesn't matter what you do for a living or what your station in society may be outside the walls of this lodge you're just another brother here but it's egalitarian in the sense it's ingrained in our ritual the worshipful master is not equal to the craft he's the worshipful master for the year that he's in the chair he is elevated above his brethren but then he goes back but he maintains the title pm well yeah that's it's like being in the military when you've got the the ribbons on your chest because you've done something. You're not doing that thing anymore. But it's so Harlan's arguing that you've earned the title, so everybody else earned it inside it. of our circle. But then that raises you above the others somewhat. I'm making his argument. Yeah. I'm not necessarily signing on to it. I'm just playing your devil's advocate. No, I mean or, I, I look at it in the sense if you've got two sergeants in the army, they're both sergeants. They're both on the same footing, but one of them might have a lot no, more pendants hanging from his chest than the other one does. Though. They can be elevated, but that's that's the egalitarian sense that he's one guy that's got all those titles after his name has a lot more of those those medals hanging off of his chest, but he's still a brother just like you. I look, he's at just this. got more awards and doodads. They're, they're honors. They're not unless you're Rick, in which case you know. It's a big one, but yeah, well, that, that's the problem. That's I the Freemasonry that. Medal of Honor right there. I don't have any problem with the title for a current office holder, but do I still call you worshipful after you've been master? No, not no. in this jurisdiction. Well, I, no, I know, but should I? No, I mean, nope. I don't no. think so either. Past master and official correspondence, I believe, is correct. Right, and yep. and, and same way with the Grand Lodge. I, I have a problem with. The uh, past grandmaster being most worshipful. Yeah. That was started by a past grandmaster. Yeah, that's somewhat recent, uh, as yeah, I, I understand. Don't, yeah. I don't. I have less trouble with that because of the sacrifice it takes to get to that position. Mm. No, I, I, I'm. And plus, you know, you probably don't want to make that guy mad because he's still got the grandmaster's phone number. That's more of a warning to me. Eh. No, I'm kind of on the same page. When you're not the Grandmaster anymore. You You're just, just a brother. Be Maybe not brother so and so past grandmaster. Well, no, you keep that. But what, what he's talking about is in our when you introduce him. I our rules of like. protocol: a past master is just brother so and so, but a past grandmaster is still most worshipful so and so, even though he's not 
Grandmaster anymore. Well, I tell you, like, and somebody else said this in the comments, and I agreed with them because they were right. Um, one of the ways I look at, yeah, it's rare that somebody on Reddit I agree with. Um, one of the ways you should look at past masters is it's like a signpost that says this dude has more experience. This dude has experience, so he's one of the guys you should talk to when you're having a problem. And then I got to thinking about that. Like, we have basically a council of past masters here. When there's a big we problem, do. we convene the, count, convene the council of old, mm-hmm. and we talk to them. And most of the time their advice is, well, we had somebody do this back in 1982, and we did this. Don't do that. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. I, I think of it still more like, like the honorary stuff way when you get into pgm and pddgm and pm and so on i I think of them like like medals like that somebody would wear like they're they're honorifics they're symbols of something that you've done in the past but they don't elevate your station any longer i get that but especially the past master in your lodge yeah that that's because i get to thinking about it like when I was a younger Mason, if somebody was a past master, I knew I could go to him and ask him a question and get a legitimate answer. Yeah, and some stories to boot. Usually, yeah. Um, I think that's a helpful one. That's mm-hmm. really something that this is one of the guys you talk to if you need yeah. help. Well, and PGM is the same thing when you do that in the federated sense of the Grand Lodge. Yeah, but that's... I never get to talk to It's not to so guys. useful to the average craftsman who's navigating his way around the chairs in his lodge, but if you're dealing with Grand Lodge politics, it's the same idea. That's the guy you want to call. He's been down that road before. That's a good point. Um, so to answer our Redditor friend's question is, we are all equal when you come in the door, but when you're holding specifically the office of Worshipful Master, it, it's an egalitarian equality. So it's he's not inside the lodge equal to his brethren for that year he's been removed from them and and said well, in the captain's be. helm somebody has to be the scapegoat yeah. and the leader but it's only for a short time and then once you're no longer holding that station that's it's that ideal of, of the yeah. dictator back in roman times where you would give a guy dictatorship of rome to fix a problem and then he would fix the problem, then he would turn the power back over, and that was the greatest honor you could do, is to be given dictatorship and then turn it back over. Mm-hmm. Until the time comes when that guy doesn't turn the power back yeah, over. Yeah, his name was Caesar, and he got stabbed by Brute. Yeah. Well, when the master right. says, we're not having elections this year, I'm master for life. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when you stab him in the back. Pretty much. Or in this case, you know. No, you call you really somebody. stab yeah. him in the back. No, that's really what you do. Well, we have tube socks and soap for that here. We so don't he actually can stab people. but Lay on the ground, look up at you with a bloody hand, and say, Et tu, Harlanay? <laughs> My name doesn't translate into Latin very well. Hmm. Hmm. It's funny, because you have a lot of Latin lovers. Um, uh. So, limbless candidates... They were we've, asking about how we've, you... We've kind of talked about this yeah, before. we have. We kind of have. We'll make it work. But okay. I mean, Reddit was kind of slow this week, dude. Like, Yeah, but we've got plenty Well, of that stuff. guy was asking, like, specifically, what do you do if a guy comes can't in... Can't walk. No legs. Or no legs. This guy comes or he in, doesn't have a right legs. arm. Well, we've and got guys in wheelchairs. You push him around in his wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't have a set thing we do for a, a person missing a set limb, but you, the you general just, answer is you make it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You push him around the wheelchair. We decided a long time ago the only one that would be super hard is deaf. You would have to plan out 
way mm-hmm. ahead for that. Have an interpreter there. All yep. that stuff. Uh, we even worked around the blind guy. Just couldn't figure out a solution for the deaf guy. Yeah, you would have a you would have a guy that's like his personal whisper, who would follow the blind guy around. Mm-hmm. And at the point when he was supposed to be seeing something, he's here's what you're seeing, and he tells him. To a blind guy, isn't going to mean anything, but it would satisfy us. Yeah. And then I brought up the story that we have a master in a neighboring lodge who has no legs. Mm-hmm. And the only time I've ever seen it be a problem is when one of us thought he wasn't paying attention when he was supposed to be oh, standing yeah. up <laughs> and motioned for him to stand up and then realized who it was and like, turned beet red and put his head down in his hands and just shook his head. Reverend Chaplin, ladies and gentlemen. That was <laughs> Just didn't realize who it was. Why are you just being disrespectful, thinking. man? Stand up. He should have, out of shame, yeah. walked over and held the guy up and just <laughs> held him. <laughs> to be fair to Tony, though, like... He wasn't even trying to like call him out for not standing up. He just thought that he wasn't paying attention and missed the cue and right. was like, dude, dude, dude. And then he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what's funny yeah. is Tony would be the one guy who would do that like on purpose anyway. No, not to somebody he doesn't know. Kind of, well, okay, yeah, that's true. He didn't know this guy. All right. He I does guess. now, though, because I think he had to go over <laughs> and talk to him and be like, I'm sorry, I'm a dummy. I don't know. I messed up with the worshipful master of that lodge my first week as a Grand Lodge Oompa Loompa. I was there. Because they were going around uh, you know, introducing there. the veterans. And so I'm on the other side because I always sit in the north, you know, place of darkness. So I'm standing there waiting on my turn to, to speak my piece and, and all that stuff. But he was sitting in the west and obviously you know, he doesn't have legs. He wasn't going to stand up. And so they get done introducing all the veterans on, on the south side. And normally you'd stop by the west before you go to the north. So I just stood there waiting on him to, to speak up about what war it was he served in or what mm-hmm. have you. Yeah, because he's about the age that would have been like our act. <laughs> and then he's everyone's right looking at me. I'm like, oh, oh, I guess he's not, okay. He's not a veteran. <laughs> I just assume when you see a guy that young missing legs that, that he's a veteran of some kind. And this it's, guy kind of looks at Harlan and does the what? <laughs> so I, I couldn't yeah. serve in the army. I didn't have any legs. It ain't my fault. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what you get for assuming. But, you know, we're in the middle of, like, a war in every country you've never heard of, and somebody about his age just... It, I mean, I understand your assumption, make. but then again, like, it seems like through past experience, you would have learned about your assumptions by now, because but, they know, always bite you directly on your behind. You know, if I had if I had just spoken up next, like, when they got done with the guys in the South, and I had just started talking, and it had turned out that he was a veteran of some kind, and I skipped over him because oh, he wasn't standing up. would have been the biggest up. asshole in the world. Right. So, I'll take the extra 10-second pause I made and just look like I was a moron, like, oh, sorry, you're talking to me. It's my turn. The best part of that, though, is... I played it off. Nobody had he, any idea what was happening. He kind of gives you this look like, what? I couldn't serve. What? Ba- basically, you're looking at that one guy being mad at you versus everybody else yeah, being mad at you. Yeah, but he's cool. He, no, he's, he's very... Uh, very not oversensitive no. about it. I mean, I, I guess you'd have to be. I mean, he's got a real good sense of humor. He's the master now, uh, so I talk with him quite a bit as a Grand Lodge Oompa Loompa. Cool guy. I got to know him over the past year. Didn't know who he was before. Like, right. So, cool. I mean, he drives himself there. I'm not sure he how, does. if he's got sticks or what. I don't know how that works, but... Get it because of the gas and the brake pad. But he made it work. And I mean, he not just... Not just the degree work, he made going through the chairs work. Like he's master yeah. this year. Obviously he can't pull the wheelchair up on the podium with the big fancy chair, so they just move the master's pillar down to the floor and he just sits behind it. But he does everything in such a way and that lodge handles it in such a way that it 
They just don't let it be a hindrance. Not a thing. So what? He's got a wheelchair. We make right. it work. That lodge has enough money to build a ramp up to the chair. They, they do, but no. I mean, they just they make it work. One. A portable one. <laughs> you can build a portable one out of wood. The point I'm making is that we can make it work. Whatever your disability may be, if you are a man of sufficient character, we're going to make it work. Unless you're in the jurisdiction that is west of another state that succeeded from the union where Robert E. Lee was from. Because it is actually in their laws that if you are missing a limb of any sort, yeah. you cannot join. Or even a joint. Wow. Yeah. Like dudes without fingers yeah. are denied. So there are no carpenters and masonry there. Well, maybe if they joined when they were young. I don't think they kick you out for losing that's strange. one. But you can't I, join I wasn't aware of that. It's an important question. You'd what imagine that's you? something that would have changed soon after the Civil War was over. <laughs> since, you know, the entire male population was missing a limb of some kind. Decimated. I'm not sure any of that state fought in the Civil War. They did. I, I think they were going to try to go, but they never made it out of their mountains before the war was over. It's they a got, long way. They got lost and wound up in Pennsylvania. Probably, yeah. That's it's how I got here. Explains the sad state we're in today. My family's from that west of General Lee. So you, state. you know where we're talking about. I'm and you know well the aware. kind of people I'm talking about. Yeah. It does not surprise me at all that that is. Also, I think you have to eat, like, an entire, like, half bag of ten-penny nails to prove you're not homosexual to join. Hmm. I believe they have that manly test. <laughs> oh. <coughs> we love those, anyway. those guys. So, yeah. Uh, limbless. Fingerless. Whatever. Make as long work. as you got a head, we'll make it work. Yep. All right. So, uh, I've got one more that's not on the board. And I'm going to run it by you real quick on the show to see if I should talk about it. Our buddy... Ryan, if it, why, why do we keep talking about him? Because it's a good question. Is he your frenemy? Is that what this he's, is? He's already no. made like three more appearances on this show than he should have. Uh, he shouldn't even made one. Um, That's what I'm I saying. can't help it, um, dude. <laughs> he's I can't made three help appearances. It. You, you know me. You know I can't help it. All right, go on. He um got into it with the mods of our Freemasonry this Shocking. week. Shocking. Not shocking. I know. Sarcasm. I know who uh, those moderators are. It's not. Okay. Go on. He um, then took private messages that were sent to him from the moderator, put them on his own site, and replied to them, and then made a Reddit <laughs> post replying to these private messages, <laughs> which is just bad social etiquette to take a private message and reply to it. It's also bad masonry. <laughs> yeah. And, well, he's a bad mason. Well, uh, in my in my uh, eyes, in my view, okay. In, let, let he among you without in, sin. Right, in the first I, right. I'm not saying I'm, that. I'm not saying I'm a good mason. I'm just saying he's on my side <laughs> of the team. Just needs to stay way away from me. Okay, so like they removed his post, which is fine because he made sure everybody could read it by putting it on his site. Should we go into this he's or not? Free to do that. I, I, a private message. That's kind of oh well. The pro- I thought you meant like he was putting stuff up on his blog. That's well, no, he I did mean, it's his blog and put he whatever did, he wants there. But it was like pictures of the stuff they had removed that he yeah, said in the private messages. It's extremely rude. And he's replying to the but, private messages in a public forum. I you know that's like you send me a text and then I put the text on the internet mm-hmm. over a disagreement we're having where you may or may not see it. Or, you know, we send a bunch of emails inside the lodge here, and then we get sued, and all those emails get drug out in the public record in court. God, I hope not. (laughs) It's the same sort of concept, just without the color of law behind it. I mean, you can't assume anything you send to somebody on paper is... In in what what Towson said wasn't 
unreasonable. I don't think he was just letting him know that there were some problems and that um, he wasn't being conducive to the conversations that happened there. Uh, I, I think a lot of the problem is is a lot of people don't understand like because the past master goes on there and his flair is troll and then people don't understand when he trolls he does it for a purpose. Like he says some ridiculous stuff to point out to you that this stuff's ridiculous. Like he's the jester mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody that's just being there for the conflict and the yeah. I mean it's what the chaplain did with the Confederate flag thing. Yeah. And, you know, his trolling's for a purpose where sometimes this gentleman in question is antagonistic for the purpose of being antagonistic, even to the point where he called out Tiki Jack. Uh-oh, that's calling, where he messed up. That's oh, how this happened. For calling me Hitler. Because <laughs> if you remember a few weeks ago <laughs> on one of the posts for our show, Tiki called me Hitler. Yeah. Which, I, I yeah. when he called Tiki out for that, I immediately did a happy dance, because that means he lurks our subreddit. Yeah. So he knows, like, I'm not talking about him, he's not hearing me, he just won't respond. But So he's like Bill Schnobeline. Yes. <laughs> I wish Bill would come on the show. Come on, Bill. Come on, please, please. I will buy you a plane ticket to come on the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, we've we'll talked about Skype. this. We will we'll fly you whatever. out here, Holiday Inn, plane ticket, please. breakfast the next morning. Please, I know some local vampires. I'll let you bust up their covenant. Whatever you need. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do whatever you want us to do to just come on the show. But do you think that there is a cause to ban somebody from our Freemasonry who is a Freemason and is participating in somewhat Masonic discussion? He would be the first guy ever that I'm aware of. I don't think we've ever done that. Uh, and by no. we, I mean the moderators. Because yeah, I mean, we at the After Lodge podcast have no authority whatsoever. Yeah, no, we're, we're talking stuff. about yeah. the community as a whole. Yep. But my point is, 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 yeah, like there have been several people who, because of their actions and um, behavior, have gotten a, a, a time limit ban. Like you, you just got put in time out for two weeks, buddy. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Because it takes two seconds to make another account. But, yeah. Yeah, but then you don't have all that history tied to that account. And it'll be obvious that you're making another account, and that's just going to make you look like more of a Mm D-bag. You won't have the Reddit clout. Yeah, you won't have all that that glorious, glorious karma. Uh, (laughs) And, and, and like... Reddit. And the point he made, and, like, this is really killing me down to my core being, the point he made was kind of valid on some of the things. It's not that he... It's like... It's like that line in the Big Lebowski. He's not wrong. He's just an asshole. Um, okay. Because he was like, he's constantly calling people out for making a post that's not Masonic. That's like one of his common comments is, "This is not Masonic. It doesn't belong here." Then he made a big post on meditation, and then somebody said it's not Masonic, and he's right. It is kind of Masonic. Like there's all kinds of yeah, like references to meditation being somewhat Masonic and a valid topic for the community. And if Nick or T. Jack had posted it, there would have been no problem. It was who it was coming from. I, you know, should people receive timeouts if they're being autistic, for lack of a better word? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of torn on this one. Because on one hand, 
I appreciate what the Freemasonry subreddit has become. Mm-hmm. It's become the replacement for all of the Usenet groups and stuff yeah. that used to exist. It's kind of the online. It's the best online face for Freemason information you're going to mm-hmm. find. That's exactly why we have a separate subreddit for, for the us. After Lodge podcast because we didn't want to taint that scene with some of our chicanery. But on the other hand, I'm a student of the internet back when it was still the Wild West of electrons where... The good old days is what you're saying. Free speech was absolute. Like yeah. you, you could just say whatever you wanted to say, wherever you wanted to say it. And a lot of that and was I kind because of pined you for were... That. There was no way for me to find out who you were to drive right. your house and punch you in the face. Well, yeah, but I'm taught like like the forums and stuff back then were very, I know. very much more wild west. Everything was 4chan when, yeah. when I <laughs> first got on the internet. 4chan <laughs> wasn't like a special it. place. Right. 4chan was the internet. Don't go anywhere there. you it's, went. Don't don't go there. It's gross. It was it was you. So somebody like Ryan could go to the Freemasonry. Ryan forum would be very and, and tame. In that group. Well, he would. But he could say whatever. And there was this respect of, yeah, you're a douchebag, but, you know, it, it's just words. Say say your words and leave us alone. And, I mean, like, me and Ryan have had our run-ins. Yeah. He, I just don't know if a ban is conducive to... I leave that up to wiser minds than I. I mean, I, we're, because not, we're not mods. I'm just talking yeah. about what is. And part of my problem is, is we're Freemasons. We should hold free speech pretty highly especially speech we don't agree with because mm-hmm. we can use res and just say i don't want to see this dude ever talk again and it'll yeah. just disappear from our reddits but i mean i get it because they're they're trying to deal with the fact that it's not it's not internet cowboys on the internet anymore this is a valid information source for people that are trying to come and, that, and learn something so they've got to protect that to and some this extent. guy has his name and his lodge and his lodge yeah. number <laughs> you know on his flare so i leave that up to them to decide but But i'm torn for the record ryan we would uh we would never ban you from our after lodge so feel free to come on over here and say whatever you want that is a free speech hang out with us nobody gets banned we'll have some chats we will make funny to you cry though don't tell them that yet no well no we won't no we won't we're a fair and loving community the after lodge subreddit is a but if you do uh, cry brotherly if you do cry please send a picture of the tears okay so that's enough of your uh, your your man crush. How does Tiki feel about you talking about Ryan all the time? I don't know. Jealous? I don't know. Mm. Tiki's. This is like like that middle school crush thing where like they're pushing each other off the swing and you know just <laughs> oh, me and Ryan. Yeah. Well, like the sad part is is like punching when I each saw other on the arm. Yeah. When I saw the post on meditation, like I completely agree with him and I practice meditation, but then I wanted to stop because he does. Yeah. He's now affecting my life more than he should because I'm like I don't want to meditate anymore because this guy's a fan okay. of meditation. We're gonna we're gonna have to have you two work this out. It's no, becoming don't. a hindrance to our show because every episode no. now, at the end of the episode, we have to hear Jason's Ryan update. Well, no, there's not going <laughs> to be any more Ryan updates because he's gone it's for be a an while. Onco- he's ongoing soap opera. He's been handed here. a timeout. Although I did RSS feed his blog. See, anyway, See? um. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, with, with his absence from our Freemasonry, he should spend some time on our subreddit. He can still get yeah. the, he can still get the Masonic I discussion that he needs. I won't ban him no matter what. Exactly, and that, he won't have to worry about being banned. He could Photoshop he me as wants. one of the guys in, <laughs> and I'll I'll vote it myself. Uh, <laughs> why are you Why do you have to edit that out? Somebody <laughs> will accidentally go to that. That's a good point. Uh,
yellowfruitpeoplegathering.org? Yeah. Because I had to cut out my uh, my cat video website, so we're cutting out your... Yeah, that's a good... Uh, somebody will accidentally go to that and get hurt. That site's not safe. Um, so, uh, Bruce, you came up Sorry. with this term. Would you like to... Bro bono? Yes. Well, Bro bono. That's a phrase I coined from, a, from the discussion that Harlan and uh, Rick here were having about doing whatever your profession is, work for brothers... Who are just going to expect it to be free, expect, yeah, on the, the arm? You're not going to do no, that. No, we me. we got two well, separate. It, it depends. There's two concerns here. Like I stopped telling let's, people. Let's, I, let's I start on telling, our side of the table. Yeah, I stopped yeah. telling people I was an electrician. Well, that's I, why I'm so glad I do something. I can't do anything for you. You just think I'm a dumb mailman now? Because whenever I was working as an electrician, you have no idea how much work I did for free. Hmm. That was like one week. I added it up. I did more work for free than I did for actual pay. I believe it. I wired a gentleman's garage. I fixed plugs. Yeah. Anything. You didn't wire this building, did you? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't want <laughs> my name anywhere near the wiring on this building. So, uh, I think Rick had a really good solution to that problem. Do you want to tell your little process there? And Well, for I mean, it's different processes for different people. I, I do work for Masonic Lodges. And I charge them the actual cost of the parts plus half the labor. That way I can kind of pay my gas, maybe. I think that's a great idea. Uh, my lodge, it is bro bono completely. I furnish everything. Um, and for brothers, I've had some brothers that need, in, in my line of work, sometimes it's a health or safety issue to get fixed. And they need it fixed. They don't have the money. I know they don't have the money. Yeah. So I do the Masonic thing and fix them. If they do have the money. Right. I charge them at the butt. <laughs> now, now, what you would charge a member on the street, or they get more because they have the money? <laughs> They're like lawyers. They get yeah, charged charge more. Whenever you they yeah, they more. get charged more. Charge them more, yeah. If they have more. If they have more. Yeah. Great. Scales. Scaled yeah. pricing. So do, you, do you have a similar system, Harlan? That's kind of what I was going to say. I think the ideal system is if it's your lodge that you belong to, Bro bono. It, it, it's it's got to be bro bono. It's your lodge. But I'm talking about yeah. individual members. Now, is where, where I've run into is, is other lodges. I'm not quite sure where that falls yet because I get called for legal advice from uh, lodge social clubs and temple funds and stuff. It, it's becoming more of a thing. The first time it wasn't a big deal. It's like yeah, I'll come out, I'll visit you guys, I'll talk with you after lodge. But now it's it's become. It's still not a big thing because it's like a once a month thing recently, but uh, I can see this cascading on me. Uh, the big issue is just yeah, members of the craft that I'm in the same boat as Rick. They they need legal help, and a lot of times they don't have the money. But I've got bills of my own to pay, right. and if I'm doing something for them, I'm not doing something for someone that's going to pay. I haven't figured this out yet. And well, uh, and, and I'm like, still new. like you were saying earlier, they'll call you just to ask you questions. Oh, that one's the big one. Right. Oh, yeah, the phone consultations on a plug that's not working in your not, house. Not realizing that that's yeah. what Harlan's job like, is. Most people of the will time, call is just getting paid to answer questions. And it's not just it's not just Masons. This is anybody when they call me and they they want a legal question answered and they don't understand that that's something you should have to pay for right. because you're just you're answering the phone and telling me something. But that's what lawyers sell. Mm-hmm. Like we sell legal advice. You're paying for so you're legally a educated of the advice. Mind. A prostitute of the mind. I so when you. a brother calls and they ask a question, and you know I give them an answer, I can't. 
I haven't been charging for that. Right. Because they're not going to understand that Harlan's going to send me a bill because he talked to me for half an hour on the phone. Cause Until they get the bill. <laughs> right. well, yeah. Then, Via a certified letter. You never have to have a second conversation. That's true. There you go. I probably never have to sit and lodge with them again either. And, you know, then <laughs> you I've just made a whole thing. Or talk to them. Are going to have Masonic charges filed on you over that practice. But... I don't know. I'll I'll defend that. That's that's a legitimate business practice. No, here's what he'll do: is he'll he'll go before the trial and say, "Yeah, I don't want the money. I, I just want just, them to stop calling me." Yeah, he stopped calling. <laughs> that was my purpose. You ever loan somebody We're money? Here. You ever loan somebody money you knew you would never get back just because you didn't yes. want them asking anymore? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's I, some good money I spent. Right I could I could point out like, look, I never sent this guy to collections. This invoice has been unpaid for a year. I didn't want the money. I just wanted him to stop calling. Fair. So, how much yeah. do you charge consultation for divorces? Uh, I've not handled any divorces. You want, um, you want to start? <laughs> we we could talk about it after the show. <laughs> Let me see how much money I got. Uh, don't, don't Jason already tried that thing with the it's, with the dollar bill. It doesn't. Yeah, I tried explaining to him. It doesn't work that way. For a dollar bill. The day he got his bargain. Doesn't results. work that way. But okay. I'm just kidding. My wife won't listen to this, but I've been happily married for 39 years. Wow. What's yeah, wrong with her? Yeah, she's crazy. She was born in East Baton Rouge Parish. That's oh. tell you something. Okay. Yeah, Louisiana people aren't normal. No. Mm. It's a different country down there. They can cook good though. Oh yeah, they can cook good. They do a lot of stuff good. But it's a mm. different country. They're not they're not uh, it's that French lineage going I don't know on. What it is, man, but they're not a part of this country. They're they celebrate Bastille Day. I'm down there and they're celebrating Bastille Day. I'm like, what the f is Bastille Day? Yeah, it's, it's uh, spell Bastille. It's that French lineage. It's the French Revolution that went horribly, and they're still excited about it. Yeah, most of them lived here during the French Revolution, yeah, so they weren't part matter. of it. But which yeah. was which was a Masonic plot, right? Yeah, of well, course. Yeah. yeah, they all everything were. aren't is. they all? Yeah. Or I mean, we bring Bill Schnobelin <laughs> to talk to you about it, but he won't answer our phone calls. He's too busy being a 99th degree Freemason vampire werewolf. But wizard. no, he quit all of he's those things. Too. He's just he in. The, he's just in the ministry now. You can't get rid of the werewolf gene. Werewolf is it's dude it's like it, it, it's the like the menstrual cycle it, every you, month no, no, you're no, turning into a werewolf. You can get rid of it is by becoming a vampire, but somehow he's both and now he can't get rid of either. No, he's, don't you watch the videos? He got it fixed. Problem. He went to the, he, the prophecy club and he got Jesus. he got delivered. Jesus healed him from being yes. the vampire. It did not heal him from being the werewolf. Once a month so, he chains himself up in the basement so that he doesn't like mm. go out and wreak havoc on the town when he changes into the wolfman. What what religion is he tying himself to then? He, the prophecy club. Crazy man. Christian. He's, he's okay. fundamentally That's their Christian. branch is crazy okay. Christian. I didn't I didn't think they allowed not werewolves. Crazy. If he comes on the show, we're not going to talk to him like this. Of course not. I'm going to believe everything he's, he says. He's going to be best friend of the show. Yeah. No, I, I love Don't that tell guy. Jack though. His videos are hilarious. Oh. I mean, uh very informative. I mean, I'm sure he's <laughs> never listened to the show. So after Lodge nah, is, is nah. we're ex Masons who have quit yes. the Lodge, yes. and now we're on his side. Oh, it's we're brilliant. trying to get help That's for the our life for the show. after Lodge. Yeah, we could totally do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe he'll do it pro bono. <laughs> no, no Christians. He'll charge us. We got to get paid. Half yeah. price. We'll give him half of what we make from Canada Dry that week. Yes. I tried dividing by zero, and Google told me I couldn't do it. So. I don't know what we're going to do there. How do you figure that number? It talked to me like I was an idiot. It said, like, say you have zero cookies and you give your friend half those cookies. How many cookies do you both have, idiot? 
Uh, I'm wow. not kidding. That's what the Google Now said was something along those lines. I felt very stupid. I just wanted to say, say. I don't know Google. That's why I'm asking that was, you. That was zero divided by something. <laughs> I don't know. If you got zero cookies and you split it two ways. That's how stupid it made me feel. If you have two cookies and you split it no ways. Yeah. If you have two cookies and you split it among zero people, how many cookies two do they cookies. each get? Two. Mm-hmm. I'm, the only, I'm the only uh, person that counts. Sure Theoretically, it would be an infinite number of cookies. Right. No. The infinite cookies? That's how Jesus did the fish and loaves thing. No, if yes, you, he, if divided he divided by zero. by zero. If you have we two just cookies that. and divide them with zero people, you still have two cookies. Right, yes. but the question is how many do they get? They get none. They get none, and they're well, not important enough to have my cookies. When you, divide two but they cookies are none. when you divide two cookies into zero parts, how many parts are you left? Or how many cookie pieces do you got? Mm-hmm. Is, is so the answer just becomes a question of molecules or atoms or something? No. What's Planck's constant there? No, I, I think the mathematical term is no solution. Is uh, in a three-dimensional world, but in in, in any given scenario, there's uh, going to be a solution, right? And you're in a three-dimensional world. There's got to be an answer. Welcome to Math Nerd Podcast. <laughs> Glad you could join us this week. What do we? I, I, I feel like we're at about three hours. Are we? Uh, we're about this? an hour and a half. We've oh, okay. been here for a while. Our show keeps getting longer. Well, if we cut Which it back now, we're in trouble. Of our listeners. Well, our listeners, you can't take them backwards. If we start doing 50-minute shows again... There will be an uprising. There will be. Too many of them know where we are now. They'll descend upon our lodge. We just had a guy from a local lodge that came here wearing a Reddit pin. That was scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what? then figured out really quickly what it was he had stumbled upon. Right? Yeah. My, said, my, oh, my, my God! My heart stopped for a this second This is it? I saw him. Really? <laughs> It was great. He was excited. He, he did like both excited. hands clenched in fist under his chin. <laughs> I mean, he was, I, I was just coming out because this guy brought. I had whoa. And I thought we were going to have an after lodge with him. And as soon as lodge was over, he was yeah, well, like, he, oh, well, no, Harlan brought out spreadsheets. Oh. You remember? Oh, yeah. Well, that was, that's right. Was he was after, hanging around, and then Harlan opened his his briefcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was after the, the fair, like, oh, man. We well, had accounting work cue. to do, and he was like, "Oh, they're not really going to do what they say they do." And he went back. Then he left. Went back to Reddit. Was like, they don't really have an after lodge. There is no after lodge here. You're a sham. They have an account. Meeting the Jew brought out like spreadsheets and uh, no, I love the the panic feeling I got when I saw that uh, snoo pen on his lapel. <laughs> right. I was like, Uh-oh. Oh God, who are you? It's happening. Is your name Ryan by any chance? It's not nearly as terrifying <laughs> as the night when Jason was gone and we had a visitor come down and you know he said yeah. he was up from north whatever right. and he had oh, dinner yeah. with us right, right. and then as we're all getting our aprons on getting ready to come in he opens up his briefcase like his apron case and puts yeah. on his big fancy grand lodge mm-hmm. of pennsylvania yeah. nameplate and apron and stuff and we're all sweating bullets total yeah. coincidence he was in town for some kind of counseling convention and he happens to be a big guy in the grand lodge of pennsylvania never heard of us had no idea. Me and my wife are at a steakhouse, and I get a text that this dude's here. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, check, check. We, I gotta go. I gotta go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turns out he had he had no idea. And then we talked to him about. It. He's like, you know, I I heard something about that. The grandmaster was like, uh, but he just didn't have any real idea about it. I mean, how coincidental is that that some guy from the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania just randomly pops into our lodge? All right, Harley. You got anything going on this week? Uh, well, we got a lot of uh, accounting and spreadsheets that we need to do this week. So no, and uh, we got an ice cream social Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're that's... we're doing it throwback style instead of that chicken dinner with green beans that we always have for family nights. It's, it's Can I wear before you come like a white like like one of those penis hats? 
You know what I mean? Like one of those oh, white you ones. Can, you like can get steak those and from shake. Steak and Shake. We need to get can some. Can I of wear those. one of those and be a soda jerk that night? Maybe, if you want. Okay. Well, I just thought it's a nice throwback, like '50s era thing. No one does ice cream socials anymore. Right. Be a, we have root beer floats. I'll be happy. Mostly this arrived because we have so much ice cream we do. Yeah, that we need to that, get rid of. That's a thing. And Harlan's like, hmm. Now we're using that ice cream. You almost got murdered for that ice cream. I know. That's. Uh, I wish you would have. The angry mob asking why they're sold out, and then Tony comes over my radio and says, uh, "Where are <laughs> we, we doing all this extra ice cream? Five gallon drums of ice cream that was left over." We have a metric ton, a literal metric ton of ice cream. Where do you want it? So well, Rick's got the truck. How about you, other than that summons? Yeah, the friggin' summons I got. From, yeah, committeeman. Uh, yeah, that's all I got going on this week. Uh, going to see visit with some family uh, the day before, since I have to be in another part of the state. So take care you, of mama. You wanted to be an Oompa Loompa. You signed up for this. Yeah. Yeah, shit. They didn't tell me it paid this good, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, how about you? Work, uh, you home, know me, Arby's, tuna. Yep. Tuna work, fish. Home. Work, home. Lots of tuna. You got it. Tuna salad or right out of the can? Have you uh, it depends it on yet? the day. It depends okay. on how long I have to eat the meal. You know, sometimes I only have a few minutes. I just got it right, right out of the, the sink, can. Right out of the can. Plastic buddy. spork. You got to get up to that That's World of Warcraft thing. If you get home late, you I only got you, ten sir. minutes before that raid. You got to... I have not played World of Warcraft in years... Mm. With an S. So two. Let's <laughs> oh, <laughs> move on, Jason. I was trying to do the math. Incidentally, on that. about the time here. you joined the lodge, you, you lost you out on Warcraft week? time. He kept missing the raids. Lodge I kicked so him far. out. Of They're always the same night as lodge. Come on, yeah. what am I supposed to do? I kept kicking him out of raids. The guild. That's our. Uh, they changed. That's, his that's our thing here at this guild. lodge: delivering people from World of Warcraft. Changed his moniker to Leroy. <laughs> All right. I got nothing. I gotta go back to work. You know, you're not the only one. Brother Squared quit playing Warcraft yeah. after he joined the lodge. That's a good thing. Uh, we've had it several guys with that story. He played for a while after. He played for a little bit, and then he started getting involved in stuff here, and then just dropped out. Although, uh, he he plays that other nerd game. It was one yeah. or the other. He had to give one up. Now, bear in mind, the guy making fun of you is the guy who plays Eve Online. True, uh, I do. He has to dual monitor it I so do. he can have the spreadsheets yes. open in the other one. Of course. Nerds, it's all exciting of you. stuff. Mm. We're, we've transcended beyond nerddom. Eve Online is, is Jason. You're else. the one who started me playing World of Warcraft. No, nah, I didn't. That's true. If it's a bad idea and you picked it up, it probably came from Jason. That's absolutely true. It's every bad idea I've made in the last ten years came from his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I would like to disagree, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fellas. I guess we're out of here. So uh, this has been a rather team episode eighty. It's another 10 down, buddy. All right. Of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from the smoke-filled back rooms of a local lodge near you. This episode has been sponsored by Canada Dry Tin. Same great taste, only 10 calories. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode. Canada Dry Tin. I think they stopped making it, by the way. Well, that's that's the joke. At com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. Hang out with us on uh, Reddit on the Freemasonry or IRS Freemasonry or After Lodge subreddit. See, you messed up my flow, guys. And, of course, IRC is still a thing, and you can find me anyway. These two never hang out on IRC. At irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. So until uh, next week, brothers, we'll see you after the ice cream social. Bye. Later. And although 
it's getting old 